welcome. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Bar and Session Podcast. My name is Sammy Coakley. I am joined here by my brothers, Ryan and Reese. Uh, and we're here to talk about a little bit of wrestling. Uh, had some things happen over this weekend, um, some duels, some international tournament results, uh, and a couple other things we want to talk about. Uh, so, yeah, just get right into it, right? Uh, before we get started on that, my condolences to my two brothers on their tough losses this weekend. You know, I'm sorry. Why are we even talking about that? I don't know. I wanted to publicly apologize. What'd make you it, do? You wanted to make it known that we're losers. That You're not losers, all right? I hate this guy. You're fans of losers. <sighs> That's worse. That's worse. I'm sorry. We'll move on. We had a lot of duels uh, on Friday. Suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I knew something was coming. I could see it brewing. (laughs) I was looking at your face. I was like, something's brewing. (laughs) Uh, oh no! Yeah, um, I deserve that. I deserve that. I need to learn to keep my mouth shut. I need to talk less. Friday night we had a lot of duels. The biggest one, just as far as speculation wise, was Penn State versus Michigan, and I was starting to think that Indiana would be in good company. Uh, as far as not being able to score a single takedown on Michigan until I think it took them Penn State. Yeah, whatever I said, whatever Ryan corrected me on. Um, I think they got their first takedown on their seventh match or seven matches into it. Raguson taking down Nagao. Uh, but there's a couple other things to look at from this duel. So well, hold on, and, you're saying uh, Michigan, Indiana, not that different, really. Yeah, really, really. If you look at it, if you if you look at it through a lens, uh, Michigan is like like right here, and Indiana is probably like right here, maybe even right here. They're they're pretty much the same team. I'm gonna play right? devil's advocate and just say Penn State is just that good. Well, yeah, that's obvious. Actually, that's just we were we were doing something there. They're just yeah, sure. they're Penn State's here. You know, Michigan's probably here. Indiana's. Probably here. No, no, no. Put well, your no, back well, up. Relative to Penn State, everyone is relative to Penn State. You know, yeah. Right here. <sighs> first you know, match. They, first match. Uh, I will. Wait, wait, wait. Duel. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You don't think you don't think relative? You don't think Iowa would be better than everyone else relative to Penn State? I think Iowa's probably in in a duel. Uh, yes, I think Iowa is above them. Okay. The rest of them. Thank you. I, I mean, we'll see, right? Maybe Penn State shuts them out too. And maybe like Oklahoma State or NC State. I don't know. Shoot, I don't know. Missouri, probably not Missouri. Really? Oh, I guess O'Toole and mm-hmm. maybe Elam. Oh, not Elam. Yeah. Elam can't oh. take down Brooks. Probably not. No, no. Neither of them can take down either of the the Penn State wrestlers. Neither him or O'Toole. No, O'Toole. O'Toole I actually am. I'm very curious to 
to see what you guys think after this weekend at 165. But before we get to that, the the first match of the night between these two teams was was Levi Haynes uh, against Will Luan, who I didn't think was going to keep wrestling this year. Yeah, because misinformation, Sammy. Rest, well, WrestleStat told me, he said, hey, there's, a, there's an ambulance. Misinformation, Sammy. And the patient is Will Luan. And so I thought, okay, well, he's not wrestling anymore this year. But he went out and he wrestled and he wrestled a Will Luan match. And it was boring, but intriguing because number one wrestler only won by one point. And it was a stall call with 20 seconds left. Boo. Uh, did you guys see it? No. I Didn't mean, watch any of them. Haynes Haynes has a good pace and does a good job of pressuring his opponents. Uh, and Will Luan could have done more to to keep himself in the in the match. And a lot of people are going to argue and say that that the ref interjected himself and it's the ref was Angel. So you you know, there's good evidence, historical evidence for that. But it was probably the right call. You just got to find a way to score Will Luan. You do that, and you probably win that match. That's what I think. I agree. But yeah, the the next match at 165, Mitch Mesenbrink majoring Cameron Amin, 11 to 1. I mean, 12. 11 or 12, either way. That's a lot of points to not any points at all, really. It was definitely 12. That's, well... Then my uh, that's, results that's are, the are biggest, inaccurate. That's the biggest margin of loss Amin's ever taken in his career. Yeah, I think there's a couple things to take into account with it. Uh, next, I don't think the next biggest is six points. Yeah, by Keegan O'Toole. Right, and that's where you start to ask, like, well, what does a match between Mesenbrink and O'Toole look like? I think first you have to to dig deeper into this match and. Think about Cam Amin is not his healthiest self this year. Would would you guys agree? Probably not. Probably no. Maybe, doesn't, well, look, doesn't look like it. Maybe <clears throat> it's not a health thing, but he's definitely not competing. A loss to Caleb Fish. And lost to and then, a, and then a loss like uh this to Messenbrink. Yeah. I mean something's something is going on. Mm-hmm. Something is afoot. So, something is afoot, as we split it. The game. I would, I would discount it a little bit just from that. But even still, does this put Mesenbrink closer to the to the tier of O'Toole, David Carr? And that's really it. What do you guys think? I think so. Put him in there. Makes my picks look stupid. From last week. <laughs> Makes everything I said look really dumb about that weight That's class. Fine. That's fine. So I hate him for that. I think I think his best asset, his best tool is his pace. And it worked really well against Cameron Mean, which you wouldn't think normally because Amin typically does a good job of slowing things down and yes. and uh making things go his way. Yeah, you kinda have to play his game a little bit. Match. Yep. Yeah. You think he would make mistakes? Messenbrink would make mistakes, and Amin would be able to get some takedowns. But I guess not. You're mistaken, Reese. I was mistaken yeah. <laughs> for thinking that he would make mistakes. I don't think I don't think his pace will be as effective against guys like David Carr and Keegan O'Toole. 
I think they're I think they're good against those types of things. I think why why wouldn't it? I mean, it might it might have an effect in a David Carr match. We've seen David Carr get tired before. Maybe. I don't know. I think David Carr is really good at, at recognizing and, and, and spotting openings, right? Opportunities to score. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to see that more easily against Mesenbrink than because Cameron of Amin did. Mesenbrink's forward pace. Possibly, right? You can't you can't push too hard. Because Carr, uh, Carr does like to wrestle from space sometimes. Yeah. I'd be if I'm if I'm in the Penn State, you know, coach's ring, I'm saying, hey, we still gotta keep that pace, but we gotta be careful. We gotta step lightly, or we'll end up in the trap. Stay low. Stay low. Don't reach. Meet with your head. That's what I had from that. And we were unfortunately met with a Shane Griffith versus uh, Terrell Barraclaw match, which was tight. But I think Starachi rests not wrestling. People are saying he's not, you know, he can't be considered ducking. But I mean, if you don't wrestle a match that you, you know, I guess are supposed to wrestle, then you're in my book ducking. Did you make that publicly known anywhere, Sammy? Doing it yeah. right now. He's doing it. Oh, did he? I I mean I just what? There was the 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 clip of Starachi explaining why he wasn't able to wrestle and I think it's something about him being sick. You said something? Uh, Sammy well, put all I did was I just emoji in the comments. I just commented the duck emoji. Ooh. Yeah. On uh, Instagram could, or Twitter? Insta, yeah. Instagram. But, but it, it it just, you know, I saw it. If you, it. <laughs> if you, if you really, really wanted to wrestle that match, and let's say you had to wrestle that match, let's say the duel came down to one seventy four, and it's Shane Griffith versus either Terrell Barraclaw or Carter Starachi. You're gonna wrestle the match, right? I don't know how important are duels to you. If you're Carter Starachi, I, I don't know. I don't know what Carter Starachi thinks. What's his, what his priorities are. Well, it sounds like his priority right now is leveling up in life. So I guess that doesn't in, in, involve beating Shane Griffith or in, in a duel or, or I, mean, I guess in a situation beating he, Michigan. They, probably, they, what I, what I'm thinking is they had the him eventually he'll have to run into they had, big tens, right? Maybe they had the freedom of choice in this situation, right? They had the freedom of choice. Look, we're going to win this duel with or without you. So we're not going to put you out there. They had the choice and they made a choice not to wrestle. You said he was sick. Where's okay. your comment at, Sammy? Did you do it? I don't know. What what was what was the post where he's explaining? Uh, the, some, yeah, some video of Starachi. Yeah. It's like why didn't Starachi wrestle tonight? Sure, I think it was that. Probably. I can't find it. I'm sorry, not in here. You've been shadow okay. banned, sir. That's okay. They didn't Flo like what like you me. had to say. Flo doesn't like me. The rest of the matches for the upper weights. Didn't really have anything interesting. Truex, I think, was chasing takedowns the whole time and was get, not given them. I can't remember what the deal was. Uh, Brooks dismantled his opponent. Kirk controlled his match against Davison. 125, great matchup between Braden Davis and Michael D'Agostino. And Davis wrestled a super smart match that came down to 
who can ride the other longer. And Braden Davis had like a minute point one second of riding time once he when he got the escape against Diagostino. And so Diagostino had to chase down a takedown, and Braden Davis just gets like this two on one and just just hugs down on Diagostino's arm. Diagostino's like trying to like rip himself out, kind of hop over and hook his boot on the far side. I'm like, this is smart wrestling by Braden Davis. This is a smart, controlled, level-headed, true freshman wrestler who knows I'm, I'm in the lead. I'm up, and I, I got to stay engaged in this match. So I'm going to get a two-on-one. I'm going to squeeze. I'm going to hold position. Super smart. I liked it. That's my that's my uh, my two cents. So Braden Davis to number one? Mm, probably not. Yeah, probably Matt Ramos. Ramos. Yeah, probably Ramos. But we'll get to that. Because <clears throat> uh, 133... I bet Flo puts him at number one, though. Who, Davis? Why? I'm just betting it. Okay. Uh, but they on, won't. Based we, on recent events. Okay. It's Penn State. They won't do it. Okay. He might makes right. it less fun. <laughs> Maybe they put Stanich at number one. Right? Maybe. Wasn't Ramos? Oh, before we get to that. Yeah, okay. 133. Ragason, non-control pin in sudden victory over Aaron Nagao. Did you guys see this? I saw the clip of it, yes. So, before we even get to that, I got to explain how we got in this in this sudden victory situation to begin with. It's like a intro to a movie. <laughs> but you're wondering why I'm here. Uh... There was a scramble, a scramble situation at the end of the third period, or maybe it was at the end of the second period. I'm starting to forget when it happened, but Ragason's on top, and I think he's going to get riding time, and Nagao kind of gets uh, gets Ragason into a front headlock, or gets into a, a front headlock under Ragason, and then uh, scoots forward into a double leg, and so Ragason is staying up on his feet, chest locked, and the gal's on his feet too, and he like picks him up and then dumps him off to his butt. And to prevent from getting giving up an escape or reversal, Ragason's holding onto the chest lock, but he's still on top, so it's technically locked hands. Yes. Uh and so because of that, he finishes out the period on top, but gives up a point for locked hands. And, and then they go to overtime. They go into overtime. Now, in overtime, this has happened twice now this year. It hasn't been in overtime, but it's happened twice where guys are trying to scramble off their own shots and funk roll through positions, and they get one arm trapped, and then it just looks like they're not making their mind up. They're just laying on their backs. Because, I mean, he was pinned. He was stuck. Yeah. Right? I I agree. It looked like it to me in the video. (sighs) And... I think, you know, that'll be good implication or a good uh, a good thing for Ragason by the time the Big Tens roll around. I think, are they the top two guys in the Big Ten at 133? Who else is there? Trying to, running through my my mental list. Braxton Brown, Buzi, I guess. I think. Buzi, I guess. Buzi, oh, Boozy. Boozy will be in there. Yeah, but Nagao is four and Ragason is six right now in the range. Shaver. Shaver is the other Shaver one. Shaver is eight. 
Yeah. Uh, Boozy is 12. Teskey so those... is 14. Yeah. I don't think Teskey's going to have a great Big Ten dual season. Van D is 19. Yeah. <sighs> Maxton Brown, 21. So, yeah, it's probably it's probably Shaver, Boozy, at, um, uh, Nagao and Ragason. So I'll probably put Ragason as long as he wins out at the top seed. Hopefully we see that in the finals again uh, because it was probably the most entertaining match of the night from from what I saw. Yeah. Even though this next match was a lot closer than people probably thought it was going to be, Sergio Lemley got a takedown on Bo Bartlett and w- was putting the pace on him. It was kind of like a reversal of the Mezenbrink-Amin match. Uh, but Lemley was giving up an escape in the third period and wasn't taking care of where his feet were. And Bartlett, being the smart veteran he he is, dropped in on that foot and then got the reversal. And I think that would ended up in a ride out. Or maybe he gave up the escape. I can't fully remember. And then we got backups at 149. So that's, that's that duel. Um I think Penn State's not going to have – I think their margin of victory is going to be 10 or greater for the rest of the year in duels. Probably. What's the rest of their schedule look like? I mean, they wrestle Iowa. That's going to be their best competition. And I don't think uh, – I don't think they have it in them to uh, to pull out a close duel. Let's, right? Let's do – let's go down it real quick. You want to run down it? Oh, I think I did it recently, and it was like not good. <laughs> uh, I mean, the first one is a toss-up, right? Mm, I gave it to Ayala. Yeah, the first five weights are basically mm-hmm. that's it for the for Iowa. After that, it's not good. It's over. Sixty-five Mezenbrink Caliendo. You take Mezenbrink. Seventy-four yep. Storacci. Yep. And Kennedy. You take Storacci. Eighty-four. Is Truex ninety? Yeah, that's bad. Yep, 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 that yep, gets yep. bad. That gets bad quick. They would have to win four of the first five matches. They can do that. They could do twenty. They could do twenty-five, forty-one, uh, maybe forty-nine, and maybe fifty-seven. That's a bad duel. Unless Iowa gets some upsets. Where is it at this year? It is at Iowa. Somebody's going to get Carvered. Who's getting Carvered? Are we going to see multiple Carvers, maybe? Are there any self-Carverings? I'll tell you what duel I want to see. Self-Carverings. I want to see a resurgence of the Oklahoma State-Penn State duel. I want to see that again. Yes. This would be a good year for that. Yes, I agree. What do you have that one looking like, Reese? I haven't done that one, but like you think about it. I don't it, think it would be I don't think it, it would be close. See better still. than the Iowa one for you'd think. Like Spratley, Maybe. Davis, pretty good match. Thirty yeah. three, Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jameson, Barlow, that that'd be good. That'd be good. Should be. Maybe yeah. Sammy Alvarez is looking good, no? You don't think Jordan, so? I think Jordan what, Davis, T. Travis, right? Jordan Davis, Tyler Kasak, that'd be a decent match, maybe, possibly. Is it not T. Travis? Williams, what, Jordan Williams. What about what Jordan about T. Travis? 
at 57. That's 57. Oh, is he at 57? Yeah. yeah. That's why. See, I'm. This is why I need you guys. He could do. He could have a good one with Levi. I mean, Levi has had some Crosby weird matches this year. Yeah. 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 Okay, I agree, Reese. That would Cros- be a good duel. Crosby's a dog, though. Crosby's Crosby's a two-time JUCO champ. He's a dog. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I do want to see that now. You've won me over, Reese. Yeah, who's your 74? Who's? Uh, Braden Thompson. Oh, yeah. That's meh. Not great. That's their kind of one week. Wait, that and maybe 49. Yeah, probably. What if if Iowa threw out Dave Arnold versus Carter Strachey? I would love that. I would. Please give me that. That'd be one of my favorite matches of the year. Favorite boring matches. You think it would be boring? <laughs> well, it's What's either going to be boring or Starachi is going to do bad things to him. I mean, <laughs> one of those two. Yeah. Can't disagree with you there. Ooh. Cracking it open. Let's move on to... Cracked open a Sprite, kids. Yeah. It's... Yeah. The, the next... Duel that happened immediately after that one uh, was Iowa versus Purdue. Pretty much nothing to talk about on that one, except for the one twenty-five pound match, where Matt Ramos proves that he, time and time again, is capable of showing up to the big time matches and showing up. Frankly, yeah. Frankly, he showed up in the. When the when the lights shine their brightest, this that's what I think. If you're number you one, okay, Ryan? if you're number one, do not run into Matt Ramos. That's no. all I got to say. Also, if you're in a Hawkeye singlet, be careful. So yeah, just the truth. That was pretty much it for that duel. Yeah, I think the the right strategy for uh, this weight at 125 is you know. Strategically putting yourself in a low rank going into the NCAA tournament. Yes. This is and the right strategy. Havoc. Do not yeah. win your conference tournament. Yeah. How, Whenever you do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. What's the, what's the, you just see how many shake hands and then the ref blows the whistle and they just go straight to their back and they're like, no, I'm pinned. <laughs> no, I'm pinned. How many top eight seeds at 125 at NCAAs are not going to place? How many top seeds at 125? Top yeah, eight. top eight. Oh, top eight. We think four? Yeah, I was going to say at least half. Probably half. That's the over-under is half, right? Four I'm going to say five. three and a half. 4.5 is the over-under? Or 3.5? I'd say 3.5 because I, I like if you put 4.5, I'm not taking the over on that. I'm not saying that five top eights aren't going to place. I'll say that four, so I'll do three and a half. And what, I'll would take you, the what are the odds? What would be the odds for uh, over Dude, 4.5? I don't make lines. I don't know what Ooh, it looks like. I might take that action. <laughs> I might take that action. That is... That'll give me, be interesting. Give me a plus 300. Ooh, yeah. Putting a hundred down. hundred dollar. hundred dollar. <laughs> I wouldn't give recommend me. that. Take I would my Benjamin. It. I would do it. And Maybe it, I would even parlay it with something else too. 
Jeez. <laughs> what the over under on the Penn State uh, score by the end of the, the end of the tournament, or whether or not they'll break the record. They were not going to break the record. Why they not? Might. I'm saying they won't. They might. Why not? I'm going to say that they don't. But why? But why? They don't have the well, what they have to score like thirty something points. No, twenty something points. No, per seventeen guy? points. Yeah, that seventeen makes more points sense. per guy. Yeah, 30, yeah. I, I don't know where my, my you don't think seventeen that, something. You don't think that's doable? No. Go down the lineup and tell me that's not doable. They got no holes in their lineup this year. No zero holes. Boop. This many. Sam. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Wow. They're not going to do it. I'm saying, I'm saying right now that they will not break the point record. They're walking away with ten All Americans, Sammy. I hate. To I say don't it. think so. They're going to. I don't think so. Who's not? Who's not placing? Either Kasak or Davis, or both. They're both going to place. I feel pretty good that Davis is going to place at this point. Yes. Yeah, but I'm going to say he won't. Just to somehow, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to move on. I'm, I'm, I want to talk about very Wrong. briefly how cool it is. Shut up. How Pick cool it rules, is guys, that, Sammy. that Little Rock beat Arizona State. I think that's cool. Shout out homegrown DeSoto, Kansas head coach Neil Ayersman. Big win. He Big was win grown at home. Grown at home. He's the they, man. And like, uh, so I saw this. I saw this on Twitter. I saw eighteen Little Rock eighteen ASU fifteen. I was like, okay, so there was probably like a big swing match with like a pin or something like that. And I was wrong. I think they had a major. Little Rock had a major and a tech fall, and ASU scored. They did score sixteen points, but they got one deducted for control of Matt uh, Figueroa major Jeremiah Reno. But there were. I don't think there were any upset matches. I believe. Like Colton Schultz and Kyle Parko and Ja'Cory Teamer, they were all held to decisions. And Little Rock is Bailey, just wrestling really well, top to bottom. They really are. They're a great team. I mm-hmm. think they're a great team. I'm excited to see what they do in the Big 12 when they get there. I think it'll be awesome. I, that's official? I didn't know that was official. I guess it's not official. I just no. would assume that nothing else makes any sense. You're what right is wrong with you, Reese? <laughs> my bad. Dude, my earbud just did a weird popping sound. Ouch. It's weird. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Brian, where where else would you put Little Rock? Conference wise. Pack. Maction? Some Mac? Maction? Oh, Mac. I thought you said pack. I'm like, Mac-tion? dude, the pack's gone. Maybe Mac. Maybe. I feel like they would control that. Yeah. Dominate the Mac. ACC. Maybe that's what the Mac needs. ACC? ACC? I guess. They're Stanford's so- there. They're a Southern team. Yeah. Well, ACC is Atlantic Coast. It's a little I different. Know, but they got a lot of Southern teams, too. On the Atlantic Coast. Shut up. And Stanford. <laughs> and Stanford. Kentucky and is Stanford. not a coastal team, sir. Close enough. Uh, Nebraska and Minnesota had a good duel. Yes. Uh, Patrick, Pat McKee had a weird tech fall that was like, like two bad scramble results from Caleb Smith 
caused him to get teched, well, which is crazy. That's I the like way that. it goes. I like that about the new points. Yeah, I love it. I think it's awesome. I think it's fun. I I love it. Um, Glockus with uh, yes with a dominating win over Peyton Rob. Dude, that yeah, Michael Blockus is heating up and he in the is, perfect time to do it. Yeah, definitely. Like looking like the best wrestler at 157 right now. Is this the perfect like the time to do it though? This he, is not the perfect time I mean, to do he it. Looks better than Levi right now. Yeah, I guess right now. I was I was thinking about the entire season because he's he's taken a loss this year. I'm just talking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, in, in this last month, for sure, he is the he's guy on, to he's be on a hot streak right of. Now. Yeah. And I was hoping to see that Minnesota and Penn State duel each other, but they don't. That's okay. But I'm also now wondering, does Indiana duel them? If they do, what's his? You think they wrestle? What's his name? No, I believe he will not be wrestling for the remainder of the season. Why? What happened? Uh, but if if you had to guess why someone wouldn't be wrestling for the remainder of the season, what would you think? Injury. Maybe, maybe. Great. And. They don't wrestle each other. Minnesota and Indiana don't. That's okay. <clears throat> That's what I got for college results this weekend. We had the Henry, the, the Henry DeGlain or whatever, however you call it. That happened this weekend. And I think the most interesting thing is RBY winning it. Uh, did you guys see who he wrestled in the finals? No, who was it? Dap. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Two to one. Very close match. And it was... Uh, RBY actually didn't score any points. He got two shot clock points. And, and DeShazer got a caution one at the very end of the match. That was it. I guess this... From what I'm reading from, like, the... The, uh, the like, description of the match. Uh, DeShazer went on the activity clock... Uh, activity clock but failed to score a takedown despite several attempts and I guess that's kind of how the match went after the fact um DeShazer put on the shot clock RBY, for a second time RBY never got on the shot clock no but I mean it does not surprise me that RBY is doing a great job of staying in the center of the mat and controlling ties yeah, that but sounds still, like RBY that's still BS yeah Dab got screwed <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I think that this makes me a little more comfortable with how the Continental Championship is going to go for Olympic qualification. I think Zane Richards is probably a person who can, who has a chance of beating RBY. That's what I think. Sure. Yeah. Good. Good, good, good. Good men. And then for the rest of the United States, Aiden Valencia won 65 kilos with uh, the likes of Nashawn Garrett, Matthew Klodzik, and Anthony Ashnault in the bracket. And he also beat a... He's, he's the real deal, dude. I would love to yeah. see an Aiden Valencia-Bo Bartlett match. Bo Bartlett. Be a good one. Or Not Aiden Bo Valencia... I meant Bo Bassett. Aliras. I meant Bo, Bo Bassett. Bassett. 
That's right. Yeah. Where is uh, he going to college? I don't think he's committed yet. Yeah, he's committed to Stanford. Ah, shit. He's going to go to Stanford? He's from California. I, I He committed there early in Cole's uh, tenure there. And he didn't get swung? To North Colorado? That's not, or North Carolina? That's not crazy. Not yet. Not yet. I, I don't, That's crazy. It could happen still. I mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe he's you're just right. not focused on making that announcement yet. Maybe you know. Maybe he hasn't been focused. You know, thinking about this. Maybe he's just like, I'm going to Stanford because it's close to home, and I and it's a good school. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it's his dream school. Maybe it didn't matter that Cole was the coach there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, right. Maybe you're right about all this stuff. Only time will tell. In the meantime, uh, Valencia, his the most interesting result that he had, because he didn't wrestle any Americans, he just beat the guys that beat the Americans. And in the semis, he wrestled a Canadian wrestler who was a transfer from uh, Iran. And this kid was, I think, a U-20 world champ, and he beat him 5-3. to three. So I think, he's, I think he's great, and I want to see him wrestle some more of the top-tier guys at 65 kilos. That's what I want. Yeah, me too. A couple more bronze and silver medals. Mark Hall had a 10-4 loss to Karugliev, who is now a Greek. And Machiavello and Nate Jackson wrestled for like the eighth time or something like that. Yeah. Zilmer's back and he won the tournament. He won the, yeah, he won the thing. And so far, as of this moment, uh, Taylor Lamont is 1-0. One in, one in the Jack the Pine Savage. Jack Pine Savage. Let's go. <clears throat> but yeah, that about does it for who's Lamont is wrestling. Is he the only one wrestling? Yeah, it's just him, which I think is we interesting. Are... Yeah, he's got a, a Georgian next, sir. Sir, yeah. let's go, Taylor. Let's go, Taylor. <clears throat> That about does it for that um, until we get some more results for, for Taylor. I did want to talk to you guys and, and see what your what your opinion is and what your thoughts are on how the, the rule changes that were put in place uh, for this year, how they have uh, impacted the sport from pretty much all, all ends of it, whether, whether you're a fan or an athlete or a coach or an official, right? Do you think, do you think we're doing better with them? Do you, you know, are we, are there some things like, okay, this is good, but we kind of need to, we kind of need to tweak it a little bit. You know, where, where are you guys at with all this? What have you liked? I'm going to defer to Reese. Dude, I don't know, man. It's fine to me. I love it. I love it all. Hmm, I thought. Like all the rule changes? I didn't think you, I thought you didn't like the three point takedown, Reese. Wow. I don't know where you would have got that. I don't know. I just thought you didn't like it. Mm, nope. You're not. You're not one of the people that thinks that it devalues Matt wrestling. No, I don't think that. Were you? Did you not like it when they announced it? And then were you swayed by it? I can't nope. remember. I feel like I just no. Okay, Mandela'd myself, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And to the loss of you. I'm. I, I said it on this podcast. I was like, I'm pretty excited for the three point takedown. Yeah, I I love it as as a coach and as a fan. I love it all. I think yeah. it's 
makes the matches a lot of fun. And the back point thing makes sense too. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Duh. yeah. Yes. Although sometimes I feel like I see referees count to three and still only give two. And I'm like, you swiped three times and I heard you say three. You know, I, I thought about this because I, I, I also do the same though. thing. But but you've I mean, you've been a ref before and you've you've been starting to count. And you say you say one and then you start. you I mean, you you say two at the beginning of your swipe. Right. But if you don't get through that full swipe and they get back to their belly or they 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 get out of danger. Right. Or they get out of out of near fall position. Then it's like it was a half count. Yeah. But if I if I get off, if I get off the whole word. And everyone hears it. I got. It. I'm. I'm giving. I'm giving the point. You're not gonna do that to yourself. I have to. Everyone heard me say it. Yeah. So three point takedowns we think are good. We yeah. like them. We want to see them I around for a while. I I and them. I do feel like they're uh, calling. They're hitting the top guy a little bit more this season for stalling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the just to ref- give us a refresh. The rule which states top position wrestlers must only aggressively work to break down the opponent will change to also require requiring him to pursue near fall points and or a pin. Yeah, I do. I, I like that one. And the the five second count for um, growing down to the ankle. Um, they've started to apply that to more than just like a tight waist ankle. Yep. Um, anytime you grab the ankle, because I remember yeah. watching NCAAs last year. And I'm like, do they still uh, not do the count if you're in like a scramble situation. Yeah. Uh, so it depends on the referee actually. Yeah. Because this weekend, Ragason was wrestling the gal and he got into a scramble and he was, dude, he was in on the leg and he actually looked at the ref and like showed, Hey, I'm not holding onto the leg. And the ref kept counting and called him for stalling. And that like, that like messed up riding time for him. And it was mm. super weird. Um, the ref was angel. Always important to, to note. <laughs> Um, you're so a you hater. Got, you got beef with Angel? Uh, I mean, look, man. Anytime you get these, like, and I don't think it's, I don't know if it's necessarily his fault, but anytime there's a, or a lot of times when you see like, oh, why did this call happen, or like, why is there controversy around this? And you look at the ref, and you're like, well, mm. sounds like mm. confirmation bias. It could be. It could be an echo chamber. You might be right because maybe I see controversy and I'm like, I'm not even worried about the ref until I see the ref is angel. And I'm like, well, that explains it. You might be right. Every time uh, I see controversy, I it's Venegas. What a terrible ref. <laughs> what? Nice. Awful. Specifically for freestyle events, right? Not me, Adam. I love you. Dude, if I, ever, right. if I ever am coaching at Fargo. I see a, a tall man with a beard reffing my kid. I know it's going to be tough. Adam, if you're listening, don't listen to these clowns. <laughs> His name was Baldy Tall Man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, one that I think we'll see more effect from at the conference tournament. The first medical forfeit of a tournament will count as a loss on the wrestler's record unless the medical forfeit occurs immediately following an injury default in the tournament. Um, I feel like it's a smaller one, but hopefully that kind of prevents the forfeits from happening, right? It's, yeah, that's a great great way to prevent forfeits from happening, but right. we'll see. 
uh, and one that we did see in effect Saturday night in the Michigan duel was the facial hair rule because uh, D'Agostino decided decided to forego the idea of uh, grooming face. Yeah, grooming entirely, and looks like he's hasn't seen the side of a razor. That's how he's always looked. Year, dude, he looks. It's so much crazier this year because the rule used to be. The facial hair rule limits wrestlers to beards of no longer than a half inch in length. It's more than half an inch now. Yeah, that rule is gone. Right. They, they got rid of it. Bless you, Ryan. Bless you. <laughs> yeah. Got some allergies over there? Uh, uh, any the true air, place the air is dry. I'll tell, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I was sneezing all day yesterday. Up at uh, up at Platt. Just I woke up congested and then I was sneezy. Awful. Sneezy, deezy, deluxe. I was also <laughs> thinking about just the the increase in the amount of points that can be scored. Right, a feet to back uh, move goes from five points to seven points. Right, just. For for example, right, five, and it takes five to six to seven, five to six to seven. Uh, but I I I would I would bet I don't have any quantitative data to prove this, but I would bet that the if you looked at the points per match average for the season this year versus last year, and probably even back, you know, from the from the five points uh, that it's gone up, and I was wondering if that made things more entertaining or more exciting. I don't know what you guys think. What was the question? Um, there's a lot of, there was a lot of uh, talking there. Do you, do you feel like the, the, the increase in, in points on the scoreboard is more exciting as opposed to like seeing a, you know, the same exchange is happening, but some something more of like a like a soccer score. Well, I think the answer is obvious. It's more points. It's always more points. It'll I always be more points. I don't feel I, like that's the answer. I just think I just think the way that the the matches are scored now better reflects the action. That's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think matters is is the relation between points scored for action, right? three-point takedown versus one-point escape is a lot different from a two-point takedown to a one-point escape. Um, I don't think more points means better production or a better product because... You don't... When you see a 13 to 11 match, you're not immediately like, oh, I bet yes, that match is crazy. I am. I am. Yeah. I am. That, yes, but also I think about the fact that whenever I think about what's more entertaining, college basketball or... Or the NBA, right? You can't, you can't NBA. do that. You don't want to do that, though. That's not a good comp- like. Well, can I hang? Can I? Can All I right, go ahead. I, I right. already, I already oh. know where you. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Well, what I'm, what I'm thinking is like you score way more points in in NBA games, right? You see the score get run up to like 130, 140 points for one team, right? And if you if you saw that in, in college basketball, you'd be like, what what happened here? Um. But it's not people aren't as engaged in the NBA as they are in college basketball. I don't think I don't think at least. Um, and so 
my it's my not, point was that not true though. The NBA is getting more engagement than college basketball. For sure, the NBA is, is bigger than college basketball. Well, there's probably there's I would bet that there's more money, but there's I think more that you're getting fanfare too. For sure. What do you mean by fanfare? It's just like the NFL related to college football. It's more popular in every okay. way. So, so maybe not a popularity contest, but like what people think is better. A better product? Yeah. Well, they yeah. still think the NBA is like the best of the best. So it therefore, is. I'm sure most people they're, think the NBA the is better. They're both the best of the best. Yeah. They're both the best. The NFL, I don't know. the NBA, MLB. I don't know. It's all, they're all the best of the best. That's why they're getting paid the way they're getting paid. Hmm. I, I've just kind of had the, the feeling that more points doesn't, I like a 13 to 11 match, right? But you know, if we, if we pull that back, you know, to, uh, 11 to, to nine, right. That's let's say that's the difference, right. Or, or maybe 10 to 10 to eight. Is it is it much different because of the change of takedowns? Yes. Really? Thirteen to eleven, two double digits. Do you yeah, just I mean, think that that's better? You get it's up to like just more. Past... It's just more aesthetic to my eyeballs, dude. Yeah. Once you get past seven, I feel like for both wrestlers here, that's a good match, no matter you what. Something happened here. Yeah. <clears throat> Again. The way that it's scored now better reflects the action that's happening on the mat. Well, right. So my question would be, well, why don't we just add, why don't we just double all the points or some, or not at, at double all of them, but just add a zero onto the end of all of them. Why not? Yeah. I mean, sure. Well, because then it'd be more points. Exactly. But then, why it, not, right? but then it's like, why is this worth this, that many points? Why is this action worth that many points? Again, you get more points. Yeah, but it's, that's not what it's always all about. This is a happy medium. The rule change is a happy medium for both uh, athletes, coaches, and the fans. So uh, it's okay. a good for everyone. Okay, so what you're, so what you're saying is the the base the the lowest point you can score aside from like a penalty for whatever reason for for stalling or cautions or whatever is an escape right so that's that's quote unquote the easiest thing to do um and then you have two point near fall three point near fall three point takedown four point near fall and that's it right and you reversal. feel like that's the two point reversal yeah and you feel like that's like a good tier yes okay I don't know. I think if there is a loser point, like point scoring wise, if there's anything that's lost, then it's probably the reversal. Why? Because it used to be on par with the takedown and now it is not. Oh, are you saying with the rule change? Yeah, I don't think it should be. Do you think it should be? So. Because if you do that, then everything is mute. Why is everything mute? There was, I mean, then, the then escape is still one point, I guess. But like, yeah. um, the fact that there was a differential between takedown and near fall, or not near fall, excuse me, uh, reversal. Yeah, 
just it, it makes the rules make more sense. One of them, hmm. they, they one of them has to be more than the other. So it so it's important in in your mind that a reversal is worth less than a takedown, uh, only because it occurs less. And yeah, the occurrence is what matters. Like, Matt, I think Matt wrestling, like, I don't know. It just feels like a reversal is often just not as, it's not as impressive as a takedown. I mean, mm-hmm. it's yep. not. Yeah. You feel like it's more coincidental than like work towards? No, I don't think no, that. No, no, yeah. no. They're both skill based. I just think one is prioritized more than the other. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think I'm with you guys on that. What do you work on more when you're on bottom? Escapes. Thank you. If you worked on reverse, if you did work on reversals more, if people were more geared toward reversals over escapes, then I might think that, yeah, they should be in equal value. Should uh, people work more on reversals? I don't know. I hit nothing but reversals. Like my senior year. That was all I did. If you get a reversal, you're on top. You're getting riding time. Yeah. What do people prefer to be on them, their feet or on top? Mm. For the for the most part. Well, who are you on asking? Are you asking kids, little kids, because they love uh, top? No, I'm asking college wrestlers where the rules are affecting right now, Reese. Reese, you got to pick your words better. Kids love the top position. Jesus oh Christ, Sammy, come on. What's wrong with you? Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. I feel like what are co- what what are college wrestlers more comfortable for the you know on average on their feet or on top? On their feet. Okay. So they're going to prioritize escapes over reversals. So should we make escapes more more points? No. Yeah. It's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, I would I would actually dude if they made escapes two points I think I would hate that. No, because again, being on top isn't as important. So on average, guys that work for escapes are going to earn them more because the guy's going to be like, well, I want to be on my feet anyways, right? Yeah, I don't right, know. Yeah, I'm saying, not sold on saying. this idea. I'm all right, I'm not saying there isn't a shift towards, you know, top the top position because there is. You are seeing a shift and you are seeing how important uh, mat returns are and, and keeping your opponent down on the mat and how frustrating it can be. But again, when it comes down to it, guys want to be on their feet. And if a guy on bottom just keeps getting up, eventually they're going to be like, all right, you know what? Let's dance. Yeah. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. But top being on top gets you one step closer to the ultimate goal. I know. Pin. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's usually. Yeah. I, I would say that that's the rule, not the exception, that you're right about that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe coaches should say, hey, we're only working towards reversals. We're a reversal only team. And we love to be on top. Medina loves reversals. I'll say that. You hit your little your little switch to a sit out right into the Peterson. I'm saying Medina, he he loves the standing switch and the, you know, just he, I don't know. Yeah, he loves the standing switch, I guess. Is really I hit a lot of standing good. switches my freshman year for Medina. <laughs> just for Ooh. him. I hit also just so many standing switches. Just yeah, wait. I would. I hit a standing switch in a match. I come off that mat, and he's like, "That was beautiful. That was a beautiful standing switch." Damn, 
and I love that's it. crazy. I never got that. I, I can't believe he said that to you. Yes, dude. Of course, I was the only dude. one doing them, and he loved them. That was like, like, like he was uh, like he was wide eyed and so optimistic back then. Oh yes, he was a much younger Medina back then. Yeah, and, yeah, hadn't dude, handled I'll, as many wrestlers. And I will tell you what, I was shiny and new. I wasn't uh, at this practice, but apparently last week, like Tuesday, I think, he left practice and I guess kicked a trash can on his way out. Oh, no. Jimmy said that was the first time he's ever seen him do that, leave practice. Kids aren't doing it right, huh? Yeah, they're frustrating, for sure. You know, but Platte County didn't go that bad. We did all right. Really? Even though only one guy made it into the top eight. Hmm. Well, he took fifth again. He's he's uh, fifth place three weeks in a row now. Man, he only lost one match this week. Loves fifth compared to like like the fourth place guy from Olathe North, the Sam- Samuelson. You know who I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He he lost like three times. He lost all three of his matches the second day. Will beat him. Oh yeah, yeah. Will got in one of those three way right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, ended yeah. up getting the short end of the stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, because the only kind of feedback I ever got from Medina was he would go over to one of the managers. He'd say, give me that. And he'd, st- he'd snatch the iPad from them and he'd show me everything I did wrong in a match where I pinned the kid. And I'm like, OK, sir, yes, sir. I mean, That's same. Yeah. That's because, Sammy, you were weird to wrestle, but you were also frustrating to watch sometimes. You'd be like, oh, why are you doing that? Oh, why does that work? That's that shouldn't work. Don't do that again. No, it won't it's work. Again. That's kind of wrestler. Yeah. I remember understand. pinning a dude in like 20 seconds with a snake and he still like had the first thing he said was some criticism about my front headlock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike. You know, I didn't, it didn't, doesn't bother me. Actually. Right. Only thing that bothered me was losing. You always blame Mike. And then it was lost. all Mike's fault. Yeah. All Mike's fault. I didn't do I that. Said, Get over here, Mike. Give me that iPad. Let me show you what you did wrong. <laughs> That's funny. See when the when the kid did this, you should have been arguing this with the referee. What were you doing? What were you doing? Sitting your hands. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, man. Well, that's all I got for today. There's gonna be, I don't know, like twenty five. No, maybe like 30 Division One duels this weekend. I don't know if it's that many, but there's a lot. Uh, not this weekend, today. Today, yeah. And I think they're going to be pretty great. Uh, what's their name? My my school. Um, Indiana. Indiana is going to be wrestling Maryland. And I hope we win. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a close duel. Well, here's my thing. No, it's going to uh, be a close duel, Sammy. We, we as a as a unit here, all three of us, we've all had heartbreaking losses. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the hits just keep coming. The hits just keep coming, man. Uh, and this would be... This would be a deep cut. I can't remember the last time Maryland beat Indiana. It's been a while. Maybe, Mar- maybe Maryland beat some big maybe, 10 school last year, right? Maybe your win will be exactly what all of us need. Maybe Indiana will win and all of us will feel better. Guys, I really hope so. 
Uh, Reese, I think you're right. And I cannot remember. I th- I want to say it was like, oh man, Michigan I really State or Rutgers. I feel like it was one of the two. Uh, can I pull or up Purdue. their results? Could have been I Purdue. should be able to pull up their dual results, right? Schedule. They beat. They beat Pittsburgh. I remember that. That yeah. was a crazy duel. Uh, they beat Binghamton. They beat Purdue, nineteen to eighteen, and Ooh. that is all they beat from the Big Ten. They lost to Ohio State, Illinois, Michigan State. Mich- they got killed by Michigan State last year. Holy crap! Michigan. They got killed by Rutgers too. Wow. Yep. All right. That's all I got. Any That's closing all I remarks? Got. Nope. That's all. I also have. Go okay. Pack Go. Looking forward to the future. Proud of you boys. You almost did it. But I'm here. I'm here to stay. Let's get after it, Jordan Love. Packer Nation. Let's ride. Yeah, who no, cares about the Chiefs? Oh, okay. Punch Packer you. Nation. Let's go churn. I'm going to punch you in butter. your roll tide face. Nope. Yep. Don't do that. Yeah, we're not, well, no, we're not sticking with that. You are. I'm playing you're, the outro. You're, you're a roll tide guy. No, I'm not. Roll Tide. I'm a Hoosier. I'm a Hoosier. You're in SEC country, Sam. Nope. I mean, Roll you're tide. right. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in enemy territory. Ah, oh, Reese left. Thank you. Thank you for, for listening. Have a good one. <laughs>